When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, before I get started, wherever you're listening from, like it, share it out, do all that good stuff, get more eyes on this as much as possible. Appreciate anybody that's already shared it out on any social media. Um, today I have uh, Coach Stone as my guest today. Uh, he said he'd love to be on the podcast. So I'd love him to be on here. Uh, I'll have anybody on here, so anybody wants to come on, they can. Uh, Coach, welcome. Uh, Thank you you very much. Could you please introduce yourself to anybody who doesn't know who you are? Yeah, I hope hope we can edit this, because I got to get that 20 bucks back from you, because you're letting me on. (laughs) So I just want you to know. Uh, So if you you guys know Coach Steve, please tell him to PayPal me that $20 back. I would appreciate it. Uh, My name is Coach Anthony Stone. Um, I grew up in hometown Illinois. I I loved... um, gym class like everybody probably did when they were little uh and i i loved play i played football basketball wrestling i played everything in high school and in grade school uh like my junior year i decided to just play football i was a lefty quarterback i was very fortunate to make the playoffs at revis high school in burbank illinois uh and then from there i went to college to bc in kansas and atchison kansas for coach wilcox you know he just won his 300 game Congrats, coach, and decided to transfer out and get to Loris. And then I had a great career there with Coach Aminiak. He's now back there as a head coach. 
And then after that, I was um, my last game as a football player there. I was offered a job, and I'll probably talk about that a little bit later, as a graduate assistant at Rockford University. And then after that, I met my beautiful wife on the campus, and I decided to stay in Rockford and became a teacher. And I was a college coach, won a gold medal with Team USA uh, in 2010 with the ladies, the first women's tackle team. I don't know that people might think that's weird, but the first women's tackle team. And I'll tell you right now, those ladies would, could hit like a really hard. Uh, we won three games, 210 to zero, two, I'm sorry, 201 to zero. And I was a defensive coordinator at the time. It's still a national team record. No national team, no matter what gender has ever not been scored on. So then I've also coached in Australia. I was a national, the women's uh, assistant head coach and defensive coordinator there. I've coached in college with Boy College. I've coached at Rockford University. I've coached at uh, Rockford Christian. And then most recently I came out of retirement and now it's gonna be my fifth season at Rockford Boylan. And I'm also an elementary school teacher in Rockford. So that's a little bit about me coach. And I, I wanna thank you for having me on. I totally appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate it. I was trying to write everything down, everything you've done. I've ran, ran out of my paper already. I was Stop. like, I'm trying to, Try to write it down. Um, no, thanks for coming on. Uh, we'll get to, I'm sure we'll get to some of that here in a minute. Yes. Um, so you, you've done a lot, coached a lot. How, so you probably said it and I wasn't paying attention because my mind wanders. Um, how did you decide to coach? Could you play and you went straight to coaching? Was there something that happened? Was it from played for? Or how'd you get into it? Well, it's funny to say that, like, right, like I explained all the stuff I've done, right, but I didn't talk about my company, my coach stone back to the basics company. I didn't talk about my, you know, uh, coaching accreditations or my camps or, or my books, right? I didn't talk about any of that stuff. But the reason why I don't sometimes is because here's the thing. I love football, you know, talking to you before we started this thing, you, we both have a passion for it. And that's the thing I would say, why did I get into coaching? And I was, co I coach everything like, I have five kids now and I have a lovely wife that lets me coach. She lets me go away on the weekends and does my football camps where my coach don't football. Uh, she does a lot of things for me. I call her my CEO. I got into coaching besides loving it, but just like the chest of it, you know, like people say, it's like a checkers game or a chess game. Football to me is like chess. And I don't, I don't mean to be rude here. I don't know if you're like this, Steve, coach Steve. Football is like a drug, right? If you don't have it, like, I don't know about you, but you're probably going bat like I'm back crazy right now, not coaching. You know, we were just talking. I actually coached the game last Friday in Australia, sitting where I'm at right now. And, I, and my call sheet was literally as big as it is on a Friday night. It's like this big. It's literally this big, my call sheet. It's that big. That's how big it was. I mean, and, and I know I loved it because the GM and the head coach were like, well, coach, you got to have this big paper. And I'm like, ladies, we don't need that. You know, and they had the wristbands and everything. And, you know, I want to thank KG and, and Coach, uh, Coach Stacy Spears and Coach Bryce for letting me do it. And they won their first game. And that was one of the women's coach, as a second women's coach in uh, New South Wales history ever to be a head coach for a women's team. And, you know, it was great. And the thing that I really liked about it is when my career in college was coming to an end, I had the opportunity. And I want to thank from the bottom of my heart. I know I don't ever talk to him, Bill Deasing, you know, and I believe he sells like apparel and things like that. So I, I forgot where you're at, Bill, but from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Because my last game at Warburg, I came in, 
I threw a touchdown pass and, you know, I remember coach Barry saying, Hey, you know, I should have played you more this season. I'm, you know, it was, it is what it is. Right. And what was great was I'm shaking hands. We're on, we're at Warburg, but we're at the high school at Warburg high school. Cause they were just getting new turf the year after. So I wasn't going to play, I able to play on that. And Bill Deason's walking towards us and we're shaking everyone's hand. And I, then it's finally sinking in that my, my career is over. I'm done. And I'm probably never going to play again. And then all of a sudden he goes, Hey, what's up? And I'm like, Hey, and he goes, you know, I got this place. I'm at, you know where I'm at. I'm like, no. And he's got all this Rockford gear on. He's like, I'm at Rockford college. We just started a program. It's going to be our second year that after this year, I would love you to come and train the quarterbacks and receivers as possible. And I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I know you're a pain in the butt and you're, you're crazy and a lunatic and everything like that. But you know, I think you, you do great. So I did that and I did it for two years. And the great thing is we went to the Minneapolis Metrodome in Minnesota. We played two bowl games there and it was a great career. And I got my master's there for special ed and it was awesome. And what's really even, what's even cool about it is how I got the job because uh, you, you remember the Chicago rush, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So when the, the Chicago rush just came out when I graduated and I was still in football shape and I was like, you know what? I want to see how far I can go. Let's just try it. So the same day I had an interview at Rockford university, I had to try out. And I don't know if you're like old school, like my dad, God rest his soul. He, he went there and he's like, oh, because he wanted to see me still play in a way, right? Because he didn't get to see my last game. So he goes there and I'm like 116. You know, you got this arena football shirt on and you, you like this. And they didn't bench press the quarterbacks. I don't know why they didn't because I was, I was strong. I, was, I had the school record at Loris. I was 415 for squad or 425. I forgot what it was. Hopefully it's still there. I don't know. Um, and I had a couple records at the time. They're all broken now because, you know, everyone's spread where we were with the West coast back in the day. Like no one could have broke that, the record I thought. Um, so we get there. I, I have a good practice. We drive separately because I got to go right to Rockford university and they have like 200 players there. And, you know, some belonged and some didn't, I don't think I belonged there at all. I'm going to tell you to be honest, the truth. I think I ran a four, four, nine, three 40. That's, that's horrible as a quarterback, even indoor. Right. My shuttle was like a four, um, what is it? My, in college, it was a four, two, nine. Here, it was like a four, four, four. Okay, that's, that's okay for a quarterback, I would say, in a 20-year shuttle. And I started throwing, started throwing. I was like one of the few lefties there, and they liked it. I don't know why, but they liked like me just zinging the ball everywhere. And first cuts came, 100 people left. Like, I'm not lying to you. Like, they must have had 200 in that little, like, area they played with the indoor football. 100 people left. So then I'm like, oh, I still, I'm like looking at my, I'm like, I didn't have a cell phone at the time because, you know, it's back then uh, my dad had his, his, like we had a flip phone he gave me and I'm looking at it. I was like, okay, boom. And then all of a sudden the next cuts come. Now we're down to 50 people. Well, now I'm going to be late no matter what. I can't go from where I'm at to Rockford because it was like in Schaumburg or something. I forgot. Mm-hmm. And it, I'm sorry, it's a long time ago. And I get all the way to the end with like 10 guys. And then my name doesn't get called. Right. And it is what it is. Right. And they said, well, we'll invite you back next year. And I'm like, that's cool. Right. And what I noticed there is when I called Rockford University, Rockford College at the time, right before I knew I was going to be late, they're like, oh, just finish it and come out when you're done. Okay. So my dad was like super proud of me. I think that's the one thing that I loved and I remember from him is he was so proud of me that I went so far. I felt like I disappointed him. He didn't care. He says, just go kick your butt on your, uh, your job interview. So I, I drive up to Rockford. It's freezing cold. I'm still wearing the shirt 
I'm wearing ripped jogging pants. I have my suit and tie in my in my hand. I'm walking in, and Bill Deason could tell you because I mean he was there, and he's like, they're like, I'm like Bill, where do I change? And he's like, is that is that Stone, that that Stone guy I heard about that played quarterback at Loris? And he's like, yep, he's right here. And I'm like, hello, Mr. It was Vic Clark. If you guys don't know, he's a Hall of Fame coach. I go, hello, Mr. Sir, how, how you doing, Coach Clark? And he's like, well, come on in my office and let's talk. And I'm like, well, do you want me to go change? And he's like, no, 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 no you're fine. Your you're sweatpants and a shirt, just bring your stuff in. So I bring my bag and my, my suit and tie in on a hanger and sit down. And I love it because I remember him sit back and he leans back in his chair like he always did like this. And he really was like, so Bill tells me that you're, uh, you're pretty good at what you do. And I'm like, well, I don't think I am. I don't, uh, you know, even though like back in the day we were cocky quarterbacks, right? You know, I, I mean, I'm, hopefully I'm like not as bad. Well, I know I'm not as bad. Trust me, my wife told me. And uh, so it's funny. He's like, okay, so um, uh, what, do you, what do you think of the school? And I'm like, well, it's snowing outside, coach. I just drove up and I didn't see nothing. But, and in my heart, I'm thinking to myself to my dad, I'm like, well, if I get this job, my dad can still come see me play, you know, or not see me play, see me coach. And he's like, okay, uh, let's do this. Let's, let's go watch some film really quick. So then we just walk in. I'm like, you sure you don't want me to get changed? He's like, no, 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 let's just, let's just go. So we watch film and he's just asking me questions like how many in the box? What high is it? What's here? What's there? And this, and, and remember when I was at Loris and I was at BC in Kansas, we didn't know what a wide receiver screen was. I'm gonna tell you right now. So when I played in 96 to 2001, did not know what a screen was. Okay, never ran one in college or nothing. We ran halfback screen, you know, the old <laughs> halfback screen, never ran a screen. And then I'm like, that's pretty awesome. And then that's how the whole thing with Bill, I think Bill said it first. And then I always stole it from him where it's like screen them until they cry, you know, because they didn't have a big line. So they would screen the crap out of people and then get up field with the fast receivers. And I'm like, that's pretty awesome. We got to run that a lot more. And then all of a sudden he's like, okay, so great. And then he puts me on the board and it was the first time I, oh, not the first time I was ever on the board, but he put me on the board. And I just, I thought I did really good because after I was done, he's like, you got the job. And then my thing was like, so I don't have to change. Nope. And I'm like, this is awesome. I'm like, so, so we're they're like, let's go eat. So by the time I, I said, Hey, let me throw my stuff back in there. And I just like ran to my car, called my, it was my Jeep Cherokee at the time, I believe. And I called, no, or whatever car it was, like maybe, yeah, it was a cheap Cherokee call my dad. And I'm like, I just got the job. He's like, did you interview? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if that was an interview, dad, because I just got the job. I mean, I, I'm seriously, I just asked like a yes or no question and I, they put me on the board. And then uh, I remember taking them around the weight room. They fed me first and they took me to own weight room. I met a couple guys. I remember meeting John Lacazzi. He's now a great friend of mine. He does my websites and everything for my coach stone football and my GA stuff. And, you know, it was so great to, be a part of a family. And I think that's why I got into coaching also, besides the love and the drug of it. And honestly, you think about it, ask all these coaches that you ever have on, like when you got into football, did, did you meet your wife through that or something? You know, and, and Steve, you know this right now. If you're not married to a football wife, you're not going to be married. Or if you're not with a football wife, you're not going to stay together because they have to have that certain type of crazy that we have. Right. You know, staying up all day. You know, like right now we're on this podcast. She's putting together five kids. That's like, you know, that's a basketball team. And if they have any part of me and me from when I coach and everything, I just feel bad for my wife. That's why I never <laughs> help with bedtime because I'll never go to sleep. So that's why I got into coaching. And I, I don't mean to like, just give you a little blah story. I never really told anybody that, but if Bill Deason's listening, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to see if I still have your phone number. I'm going to text you or I'm going to 
tag you in social media and say thank you bill deasing and vic clark for letting me be one of the first ga's at rockford college because that's what it was it was the first time they had ga's and i was one of the of four there was four of us one of the four first ga's so thank you both to you guys if you guys ever listen to this so your first coaching job was straight into a ga spot like college that's... coaching up in the box where i love <laughs> it i don't know i don't know we didn't talk about that steve but i'll tell you this right now I'm afraid if I ever become a head coach, I'm, I'm truly afraid of it because I honestly think I would go up in the box. See, I, I was an OC and I did it up in the box at first. Yeah. And then there was a lot of trust issues. There was a lot of like, is what I'm saying, getting to the players. That's yes. just a whole nother thing. But I said, I didn't have the feel for the game. So I said, screw it. I'm going to the field. And I've been on the field. Oh, I've been on the field ever since. Yeah. Um, I've been in the box a couple of times and when I'm not an OC or something, I like being in the box because I can think, mm-hmm. but then I, when I was calling plays, I have to get a feel for the game. I have to like talk to the players. I have to do this. And I don't know, unless it's raining that I'm like, I want to go to the box, <laughs> if it's right up to the box. You know, the, the, the funny thing is here's what I don't get. Like, I'm, I'm so happy. I'm at a part of my life where titles kind of don't mean nothing like you used to back in the day. You know, when I, when I was a special teams coordinator, I want to thank Chris Brand for, you know, a boy college head coach. He's at, he works at Rydell right now. Uh, he made me a special teams coordinator for a year or two there at boy college. You know, that was awesome. And I think, I don't know if I deserved it or he just was like, you know what, I'm going to give this to this guy. So he just leaves me alone, you know, but it, it, it's, it's a great feeling, but I love it up there. You know, one of the stories, I don't know. Can I tell you a story? You gotta love this story. Oh, go ahead. Oh, great. Okay. Chris brand. I'm gonna, we, we got to tag Chris brand in this or when you retweet this, I'm going to say, Chris Brand, at this minute, you got to tell me what minute I talk about this. But I'm going to say, hey, Chris Brand, we got to do this. There's two stories that Chris Brand, they're great. The one he's going to hate me for. The other one, it's me, he might laugh. So I, I watch a crap load of film. I don't know if you watch Coach Steve like as much as mm-hmm. I do, but I, I live in that stuff. My wife's, if my wife falls asleep early upstairs with the kids, then downstairs in our master bedroom, I'm like watching film. You know, on Friday nights, I'm watching film or when I come home or whatever, I'm breaking down film right away. Just like seeing what we did better or whatever. And I remember we were playing a team. I forgot what the team was, but we're playing them at boy college. It's our first game on the turf. And I said, listen, I'm telling you right now, if we receive the ball, we will score on the kickoff return. And I loved it because I love coach brand. Cause I think every week, I don't know if you ever did this coach every week I got fired. I must've got fired five times a week, <laughs> maybe 10. I don't know. I remember sometimes he's like, just leave, just get off the field. You're fired. And then I walk off the field. Like, I'm like, what, what do I do? I'm like leaving. Cause I, you know, he's, he's, even though he's shorter than me, I'm like, you know, he's the head coach. He's, he's good to be King. You know, I remember one time giving him a bunch of crowns from Burger King and I handed out all their coaches. So when he walked in the meeting, we were all wearing Burger King crowns. And the funny story was, so we get the ball and he goes, so help me God stone. If you don't, this doesn't run back, I will fire your, and you know, and I don't know, I'm not going to say what he said, but he's like, I'm going to fire you. And then all of a sudden, boom, I remember his name, Kenny, but I forgot, I think it was Kenny Anderson, catches the ball, runs, Jacob Fisher, I remember, makes an awesome block, takes out two guys, and then all of a sudden, boom, runs it for a touchdown. And I thought that was the greatest thing because I stood up and I looked like this with my headsets, and I'm like, oh, crap, I'm going to be fired for real this time. And then all of a sudden he broke it. And then I'm like yelling. I don't know if you, I don't know if you've ever had a coach do that. And coach Brem be like, yeah, he never shut up sometimes in that, in that headset. And I'm not lying to you. I must've been so loud that time. And it was the greatest feeling in the world when that happened, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the other story for Chris brand, 
was, like I said, one of the greatest college coaches, head coaches in Division Three. I don't care what anybody says. Okay, he was great. I mean, sometimes he didn't treat us like he treated us like 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 our like his sons, you know. Um, and I'm gonna tell you right now, what he did was awesome. One day we're at we're at a college. I won't say he'll know which one. And we get beat on a play, and he's like, "We should fire that secondary's coach." And I'm like, <laughs> me and the other guy and him are on the headset, and I'm like, uh, Coach Brandon you're the secondary coach. He's like, shut up stone. <laughs> so I don't know that, that, that's the story. I had to tell you that story. And Chris, I, if you're, I hope you're not mad at me, but you know what, I'm going to tell you right now, you made me a better husband when I was working with your staff, you made me a better person and you way made me a better coach. So from, from coach Deasing, coach Clark, and, you know, even coach Barry and coach Miniac and coach Wilcox, you know, I learned a lot from you, but we won't talk about that, you know, but I, I say, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. So what was it like coaching in college? Like you're a player, now you're a GA. Did you guys have to go out and recruit? Were you guys involved in that at all? And like, what's that like? You know, we recruit kids in the hallway. Yes. That's completely different than sitting down recruiting the kids. So how did you adapt to recruiting your player? Now you're the one trying to recruit them to come and play. Yeah, it's amazing too, because when you go to college, your players are your best recruiters, right? You have the coach that brings them in but then you try to pair them with a player that you think they'll have a great time with. Cause that's the whole thing about the atmosphere, right? The thing I would say is this, I've learned a lot from, you know, coach Raminiak, coach Deasing, and coach brand, you know, those three and, you know, coach Crosby too. He's a great guy too. I just talked to him. I just talked to him like a couple hours ago. The biggest thing I would say with those four guys, I learned so much in recruiting and I took gold nuggets from them and by doing certain things and here's the thing I loved about some of those guys. If we didn't have the major, we told them straight out flat. We don't have this major, but we can give you something close to this. If that's what you're still interested for. You know, that's one thing I liked about those guys. They were, they were just not investing in the kid. They're investing in everything about them. Like, I mean, I, I, I thank coach Raminiak a ton and I thank coach Deasing a ton because when my dad would come to the games, either for the game, even though he wasn't even the head coach at the time at Loris, Coach Barry was, they would say something to him, right? Because he recruited me, Coach Maniac. And then Coach Deasing would always say hi to my dad at the games. You know, even though I was up in the box at Rockford College, he would like say hi to him. And he was really great about it. And just by being a person where when you call a recruit and you say, hey, how's the dog doing? Or how's the girlfriend? Or something like that. It just makes it more memorable. And then when you see them, like, you know how this is, Steve. We get, you get them for four years, then they're gone. And then mm -hmm. the likelihood of them coming back is very minimal, okay? Because what happens if they go somewhere and they're a bench warmer? You don't see those kids come back. Right. Or you see the kids that play four years for you and then they stop playing and then they come back and they're the ones in the stands saying, oh yeah, when we were here, we were nine and oh and things like that. You know, with recruiting and the guys that I recruited and, you know, things, I still keep in touch with some of them. And the biggest thing I love about them is even with Coach Aminiak, Coach Deasing, and, and CB, they, they made it so the kids appreciated the education and the athletics behind it. You know, come to our college because like this. Come here for this. You know, because you know how it is. How many kids you had in high school? They went to a college. They went to this college just to play football. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Then they left that semester. They left the following year where I thought with those guys, those kids would stay and be like this. And that's the cool thing I like about them because their senior classes were always big. I don't, I, I mean, if you, I don't know how big, big the last, I don't know how small the last one was or whatever. I remember when I left at Loris, we were like 25 strong. That's pretty good for a college class, mm-hmm. you know? And, and like, even at Rockford University or Rockford college, you know, um, if, if we asked John Lacazzi, I remember his senior year, he had a, they had a lot of seniors. And the thing is some guys, you know how it is, they're freshmen and they're not playing right away. They leave, you know, cause they think it's greener on the other side. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not, I mean, just building those relationships, being honest, I think, because you know how they say it. some, some recruiters are car salesmen and it's once, once they get caught, you know, it, it hurts them. And then, you know how it is. If you're at, where are you at right now? Uh, you're at Addison. At, you're yeah. at Addison, right? So if, if one college coach messes up one of your kids, that college coach is probably not coming in that building again. Right. Does that make sense? Yep. And he, let's say he's not even a starter for three years, right? He, the, the kid might not start till his junior year, but the kid still loves go, playing for that team. You know, you're still going to invite them in. But once that breaks and that thing's cut, it's very hard for a college coach to make, you know, make that bridge back to good, back good. You know, I, that's, I think that's a very important. Yeah. Cause uh, division three is a little different. Um, I remember coaching a couple of years ago when I had kids, it's division one or bust. It's one double A or bust. And I wasn't trying to be the jerk. They're juniors or seniors. And one day I finally kind of snapped and I said, have they were as they wanted to go, you know, I don't know, Northwestern, let's just say Northwestern. Yeah. Cause the Western sure. recruited you yet. Have they talked to you? I went to a camp like a year ago and I said, have you heard anything since? And they said, no. And I said, you're probably not going. No. Has Southern Illinois recruited you yet? No. I'm sorry. You may not do that. Well, I could be a walk-on. I said, well, let's talk about being a walk-on, like what that's going to look like. And you told the truth. I said, I hope, right? Yeah. And I said, let's tell you what that, because I tried to walk on to play and that's not pretty. It's not a good thing. Uh, and I said, well, what's wrong with division two? What's wrong with division three? Oh, that's not this. That's not that. That's not big time. And I'm like, there's good football at division three. Like um, where I was coaching at, that's near Milliken university. And they were scoring 50 points a game and he's a wide receiver. And I was like, why not go there? You're going to score 50 points a game. You're going to have a JV team where you can play until you get to the varsity. And no, that's division three. That's not good. And I said, Jerry Rice played division three. Walter Payton. Well, no, Walter Payton played. played, uh, He played at a. Uh, double a right yeah and then 
Then I also promoted NAIA. I said, what's wrong with that? Oh, I, I don't know what's wrong with Division Three concept of it's not the best. Listen, here's at the end of the day, this is what I'm going to say to you. Like, and this is what I would tell the, I even tell the kids that disappoint them. If they're going to give you money to play football at a Division Three or Division Two, take it. Because you're going to play more, possibly. I'm not saying you will. You're possibly going to play more. You're going to have that high school atmosphere. You know what I mean? When you go to Southern or Northern, I'm not knocking any of those, or Northwestern or whoever, or Northern Dame, there's like 500 kids in a class. Your professor is not going to know. It's going to be like remote learning, but mm -hmm. in person when we, before the pandemic, you know, and I don't know. I just, I, I'm, I'm a liberal arts guy. I went to BC in Kansas with 800 kids, transferred, went to Loris. They had like, maybe, I don't know, 3000, if that, even if, I don't even know if that was that many at the time, you know, I was very fortunate to play five years of college football, you know, cause I broke my ankle in half. Um, but it, I, I think it's awesome. You know, I even played indoor football. I know I didn't say that earlier. I played indoor football. I played indoor football right before my dad got cancer and I had my own football card. You know, I played for Rock River Raptors. Was I a starting quarterback? No. But did I eventually go on to coach for him? Yes, because I helped them. You know, and they saw it. They saw the worth and, you know, I could do, even if maybe I was getting, I was on my end where I'm 29 or something, but I, or whatever, 28 or 29 or 20, I don't even know because I got hit in the head too many times. But, you know, I, I, I thank Rick Richards for, letting a freaking local quarterback play. You know what I mean? I thought it was pretty awesome. Yeah, and I, and I told those kids, like, no offense, Division One. I, I know Division One coaches, and they care. I said, but Division Three, if they want you, that's honest to God. They <laughs> yeah. want you there. Um, and I know, and I kept promoting the JV thing, like, you're not going to sit behind and watch for two years. There's some level where you can play, learn the system, and then your sophomore, maybe they bring you up, and you start playing more, like you have the opportunity to do that. Um, you know, I know the big dream is division one, it's on Saturdays. Like there's nothing wrong with division three and they'll get you money. There's money somewhere, mm -hmm. scholar, academic scholarships that they're going to give you. And that's, I think that's what scares kids away is there's no athletic scholarships, but like they're there's a way grants, they're leadership grants. They call <laughs> there's a way to get you in. There's yeah. I'll never forget. I got recruited by a school. I'm not going to say the name, they called me one time the school was like $40,000 a year. And I was like, no, nah, that's not happening. But they'll give you 20,000 grand, well, right? Well, then like two days later, I got it down to 28. And I was like, nah, that's still high. And I, I wasn't going to go. In my mind, I didn't want to play there. I just kind of knew. Calls me back again, like a day or two later. All right, the best I could do is like 14, like dropped it down to like 14 or 15 or something like that. And a part of me is like, oh, well, maybe. But like, it just... It kept, I was like, where's that money coming from? I'm not trying to call anybody out, but it was like, it's, if they want, if it can happen, like it's, yeah. you know, they, it's going to happen. Um, yeah. And that's the thing. Like um, if, if they need you or want you, or if you're high on their list, they're definitely going to help you any way possible. I'm not saying giving you money, but like, you know, work study, things mm -hmm. like that, you know, loans. And here's a cool thing. And, I, and I'm not going to try, I, I was not the sharpest tool. And you know, uh, you know, I don't mean to say this, but I'm dyslexic, so I write stuff backwards. I didn't know that until after the fact. And you know, even when I knew Coach Maniac, when he stood in front of the board with me to help me get my education at Loris, and this is why I would say thank you, Coach Maniac, because you know he went to bat for me. And then I go to my masters in Rockford University, uh, Rockford College now. They're called Rockford University now. 
they found out I had a disability. You know, every male's ADHD, right, Coach Steve? Mm-hmm. But they, I, I'm not that. That's what's funny. They, they tested me to be dyslexic, not that. So, you know, I, I appreciate, like, everything that's happened to me at the, the lower-level schools. I think, you know, it's great because I wouldn't be where I'm at today with my own football company, you know, besides teaching. I think it's awesome. Yeah, um, so – which one do you like better? Like high school more? Or do you, is there a part of you that's like, I know you do a whole bunch of other things other than high school, but if we yeah. just focus on high school, do you like high school more or college more? Like, is there a huge difference? Like, cause I've always wondered that. Like my goal was always college. Yeah. Now, the more I do high school, the more I'm like, I think this is what I meant to do is high school. Yeah. And to do a college is, it's a whole nother thing. Like, cause I'm going to be 30. Like, and it's like, by that time, I don't even know. I wish I was that. <laughs> I I say 30 but I have the knees of like a 55 year old like so now we're in the same boat now good because <laughs> when I played because here's the thing when I played football you kept the injuries to yourself as stupid as that was like whatever was hurting like I remember your oh your head hurts pour some water in your helmet and go back out there that's kind of what it was yeah oh your back hurts ah, stretch it out you'll be fine your knee hurts oh, we'll put a brace on it can you can you do this and those are catching back up with me. Things are cracking and popping. And yeah. I'm sure there's a concussion or five somewhere that I had at some point. Um, I think that's why my here in a second, you're going to see me stare off. Some shiny is going to happen. I'm going to be like, Oh, look at that. Like, you're like, like the thing from up the little, the dog, Doug squirrel. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Um, so back, see, I, I told you this was going to happen. I'm going to go. No, off, go ahead. That's okay. I've been watching too much Joe Rogan, so I'm going to be going all over the place. You're, you're like uh, that one guy. What's the one guy that just wrestled and he just was on NXT last night? He's like... Oh, Pat punter. McAfee? Yeah, that punter I guy. I love that show. Oh, my gosh. Well, he just showed up on NXT. I saw it on Twitter, and I'm like, holy cow, this guy doesn't get it. Uh, Those are real athletes. <laughs> I mean, like, you're, you're messing with real athletes. Dude. Well, he did He did wrestling. I know. I, I saw... I, I My son and I watched that. That's hilarious. No, he's he's crazy, but I love it, and I'm like... I hope a sh- I can get, do a show that does that. You just hang out with your buddies and talk sports. He built that. Now, I hope that he was on the Colts. I, I know that's why, but that that took a lot. Like, he, he had a job for Barstool. ESPN yep. wanted him, but he just is like, I don't like how they operate. I'm going to do my own thing. And Remember, too, he's like, a, like I remember he made a comment. I don't know, uh, or he does it on every show. He's like the decade, he's like a decade punter or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, he always throws that at us. So, but it gets everyone to listen to him. You know what I mean? Well, gets everyone to listen, and then he has connections to get people on the show. He can get Correct. NFL guys, but which, but what I like is they don't hold back. He'll tell they'll tell you what they're thinking. Yeah, they're not going to hide it. He he'll say that like when he started it, the 2.0 whatever. Yeah, he's like, I'm not fake. I'm not going to do the ESPN answer. I'm not going to do the Fox Sports thing. This is my mm-hmm. thing, and so I respect that. I was like, oh, that's it's entertaining. Uh, when I have time for with remote, with, with remote learning, it's that or Joe Rogan. It's one of the two that's on. That's like, awesome. That's uh, awesome. But yeah, like, do you like high school more? Do you miss college? I know just sticking to those. I know you do other things, but just those like. Okay. Yeah. So like there was arena football I've coached for two years. Like one year, I remember one year I was coaching everything. I was coaching arena football, middle school football, like college coaching. I was doing all like in one like thing. I did that for a couple of years when we had like only two kids. And that was phenomenal or three kids. I forgot. Like I lost count after five. Right. <laughs> but uh, you know, the greatest thing is one, not having a supportive wife, you, you would, you would not want to be a college coach. I'm going to tell you that right now because your hours are long. 
your head coach demands a lot, and that's awesome. That's either Coach Clark or Coach Bill Deasing, our offensive coordinator at Rockford, or you know Coach Brand or you know our, our defensive coordinator, Coach Brand, um, and just says a lot. You know what I mean? Like the the commute was like a half hour, forty five minutes. So I would recruit on the way home, call a couple numbers. Uh, the greatest thing I liked my last year of college coaching, you start you were able to now start texting players. And that's gotten huge now, and that's gotten made it a lot easier. Um, but I would say, you know, if I had to choose from now or this, I mean, with Coach Catchatory right now at Rockford Boylan, I mean, I mean, I I enjoy what I'm doing right now with him. I would say it. it I would say it had to be if I'm at the situation where I'm at Rockford Boylan, I would say I want to stay in high school coaching. He lo- I love what he does. He's a family guy. He lets me leave if I need to leave early. I just do offense and then I can take off, you know, with, with the college coaching, I, I kind of came in late cause like, you know, school or something. Cause we, we start later or something like that. And CB was awesome about it. I don't think other college coaches would be, but I, I think, you know, it just matters where you're at in your life. If you want that challenge, go for college coaching, but understand this division two and division three, they don't pay that much. Mm-hmm. So if you have only, if that's your like bread and money winner and you have kids, you know, health insurance is probably not going to be cheap and things like that. That's why I would say with the high school coaching, because you're probably going to be a teacher or something, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, and, and it's not as much pay or it could be more high school coaching could be more than the college coaching job that you have, you know, and the hours, you know, I, I don't think you have to work as many hours if you're a high school coach, you know, I, I still probably do the same, but I don't know. It's the, I don't know how to say it. It's just like, I would just pick high school right now. I mean, I'm sorry, but you know, I'm at that age where I just want to do what I, I want to do. And then I want to take off. And that's why I appreciate coach catch. You know, he got me out of retirement. Cause I left, I left coaching altogether. You know, I left coaching altogether. And the only reason he came back to me, he saw me coaching flag football, my son's flag football team. And he goes to my wife, why aren't you coaching? And I remember talking to him like on the way from Chicago to the Minneapolis Metro dome, because I was doing an event for the Minnesota Vikings that next day. And we talked and then we scheduled an appointment and then we had like a three hour conversation at his place, put me on the board. We talked all X's and O's. He said, you know, you played quarterback, even though, I mean, I just got done winning a, a I, I love defense way more. You know, I love coaching the linebackers or secondary way more than I do quarterbacks and receivers or well, right now I just do quarterbacks and running backs at Boylan. So, you know, I don't know. I'm going to say offense. I apologize. Just rambling now. <laughs> no, you're fine. That's what this is. I mean, high school, high school. I'm sorry, high school. Yeah. Not offense. <laughs> That's why I call this the sideline. We all know what that's like. We all know and all the stuff, especially if you're up by a lot or getting your butt kicked by a lot. It's like, well, we're going to talk about like it's it's one or the other. No, I you love know, high school. I love high oh, school. That's my thing. And here's the thing with here's the thing with all these coaches listening to your podcast. Oh, sorry. Show, show. <laughs> all these people listening to your show. Think about this, and how many coaches have had this done to? You coach in a program, you go 0 and 9. I've done it before. You've probably done it. You mm-hmm. think you're the worst coach known to person, and you go home and you take it out on your significant other. Like, why am I even coaching this year? Why are you even coaching anymore? You know, like I had that experience, and I was just like, you know what? I'm done with coaching. I want to get out of it and done it. And then I'm like, I'm never going back. And my wife's like, you'll be back next year. And then I didn't go back next year because usually I go back ever, like next year. And then I didn't go back and then I didn't go back. And then all of a sudden I, I, boom, I landed at Boylan and I haven't left since, you know? So if you're, yeah, if I just, you're go ahead. 
I was going to say, I think that's my calling. I, if you ask me when I was, I wanted to coach since I was 15. When I was 15 years old, I knew that's what it was going to do. And in high school, I said, I'm going to be a college coach at the age of whatever. But I was so, you don't know what goes into it. You don't no. know uh, all that. And then when I started researching all the football, you have to know. And then it became who you know, not what you know. And I was like, well, I know nobody. So that turns into this thing. That's huge. That That is huge. I don't care what anybody says. It's who you know nowadays. Yeah, because we can all draw stuff up on the board. And then the last person that gets the marker or the pen wins, you know, because you can do whatever. Um, and a lot of people are starting to say that when I talk to people and they get hired is, yeah, I drew some things on the board, but that was five minutes. Like they just want to know certain things. It's more of them talking to you. And then sometimes they already know who they're going to hire. They just brought you in to talk to you. Uh, yeah, I, I've had that happen in a high school before. I, I went in and I thought, I felt like I was the best candidate. The freaking, the people at the, at the round table said I was the best candidate, but then they already gave it to the guy they were going to hire. You know what I mean? So that's, that's another reason why I'm like, I'm good. I don't need to go back or something like that or be head coach or things like that. Yeah. And I just love seeing high school kids succeed. Like college, I know it's the same thing, but high school, I just love it. Especially uh, I was at East Aurora last year, not to call them out. It's a little, there's some low income. And that was my first experience with that. Like, and to see those kids graduate high school was just like the biggest It's thing. a blessing. It's a yeah, blessing. Like we gave out peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on Fridays before the game. And that was what they ate. And then they asked to take some home. That's what they were going to eat. And I was just a wide open experience. And so that's why I get mad when I see people like they were glad we're not going to play till the spring or not play at all. And I'm like, if you knew what some of those kids went through and why sports and school really matter, like it's, it's heartbreaking. And so that's why I'm like, I think high school is the thing. College they're taking care of like but high school they're not they need someone else so yeah i think i think that's another thing too high school is it you can be a more role model for them where when they're in college they're already at that point where they already made their decision you can't mold that's why i love teaching elementary you can mold the kids still at this young age once they have some bad experiences here here and there they're they're done you know what i mean so it, it's just tough yeah. I mean, I, I think kids need to play sports, but also this whole thing going on, we don't know how dangerous it is or things like that. And I don't want to get into like politics or anything about that stuff, but I'm going to tell you right now, and you tell me this, if I'm wrong, coach, if it wasn't for sports, I guarantee you, I wouldn't have that lovely wife upstairs with those five kids. I don't know if you would be the same, but I wouldn't have my job. I wouldn't have met my wife, wouldn't have had my kids. And I sure wouldn't have my company if it wasn't for football yeah because when this happened i did it i was so irate when i saw people posting this and i'm getting off topic i did like a, my own podcast episode i said why sports matter now i i rambled and i turned it into like college and nfl and i talked about economics like if you don't have sports yeah. then you think the economy's bad now yeah just wait and I, I named off jobs people weren't thinking of like dietitians nutritionists uh you know uh, strength conditioning therapy I just went off, but like at the beginning was high school. And I said, it's not just playing the sport. It's what the sport does. What you put into the sport, it gives back. So like you said, it's life. Mm -hmm. It could be graduating high school. It could be even getting a job. Like there's kids that may not go to college, which is fine, but that coach can help them get a job and get them on the right path and do that. That's fine. And so I kind of went off on, I let it bother me. It sat with me like three days and I was like, I can't take it. Um, think about a team. If you're on a team, you're almost, it's almost like a job. Because mm -hmm. I don't care what anybody says. I'm not trying to be rude to anybody. When you go to college, no matter what level you go to, you're getting paid to play. 
because they're giving you a free education. You're getting grants or something. So at the end of the day, it's like they're your the head coaches. Those co those college coaches are your bosses. If you don't listen to them, just like if a high school kid doesn't listen to you, playing time is not going to happen. I don't think. No, unless there's only 13 players on the team. You know, well, even so then, well, even even then, you're like, nope, uh, you got to put your foot down. And like I and you try to tell these you kids, like, to. if I don't show up tomorrow for school, I don't make money. Like, if you just don't show up, like, and I got that from my parents. They show up to work every day. Flu, not the flu, nothing like whatever. Can't do that now though. <laughs> yeah. <They're> like <laughs> my my dad hasn't missed a day of work. Yeah. Uh, my mom works from home. Uh, I have to be in the building no matter what. So uh, I wear my mask. I go in and I get nervous about it. But I'm just kind of like at this point, I'm like, well, this is life. Yeah. Now until they come out with the vaccine or whatever. Just don't take the first one, boss. No. Wait. <laughs> We won't be able to afford the first one. The first one's going to oh, go to the gosh. high and mighty. And and, that, and that's a lot. We'll move on. But the last thing, I hate how politics comes into everything. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. No, everything is politics and I hate it. I know the debate's going on and I don't even care. Like I don't, Well, I don't at least they can mute them this time. So that's a good thing. Oh, man. That's not going to be as fun to go back and look at. <laughs> Trust me, he'll still probably say something under his breath. So you're fine. <laughs> so. I don't even watch it. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch the highlights in the morning. That's funny. Um, so before we get into like all the stuff you do, I'm just always curious what sure. kind of what kind of offense you guys do in Rockford. I'm trying to think how far Rockford is from here, but like, or at boy, or your high school, I mean. But um, so what's your guys' offensive philosophy, defense philosophy? Like, I don't know how oh. you guys roll up there, up northwest. Yeah, like I'm from the South Side of Chicago, right? I went to Revis, and I'm like around that area. So like when I came up to Rockford and when I started coaching in Rockford, it was a little different, right? Um, with, with us, we're a spread team offensively, defensively, we're a three man front team typical. And I, I love it because we have a new defense coordinator. You know, I, I loved coach Sal, but he stepped away because he's been coaching a lot of years and coach Z is going to do a great job. I, I feel for us. our head coach is like our offense coordinator and he does a great job. And he, I love how Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. As a head coach, he empowers his assistants, you know, and if you know what you're doing, he, he doesn't like look over your shoulder, right? He like lets you go do your thing. And I, I really appreciate him that for doing that for me. Like, you know, he'll like, I love it. Our practice. He's learned now we're just leave the practice plan blank in my sections because he knows I'll like cross it out and do it everything. And then I, I think he always, I think, I know he's probably like, yeah, I can't believe you're telling these people this, but I probably drive him up the wall a thousand times, you know, and he probably like appreciates it like 5% of that 99, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, but he still owes me a lot of money because we always bet a dollar sometimes. So he does owe me a lot of money. <laughs> I think we're at like $67 right now. So, but we won't go into that. Um, but yeah, we're just a spread team. We'll, we try to do whatever we can do, run or pass. We try to play, stay balanced defensively. I wish I could tell you what we do defensively, but I, I'm not there. So mm -hmm. I just know Coach Z taking over, and I know he's going to have the defense ready for week one, and 
hopefully everything works out when we start playing back in the spring or sooner. I don't know when we're going to start playing, but hopefully when we start going back, I hope we have a great season and, and go from there. And those seniors can go off into the sunset because they've, they've had a great run. I mean, the last three, last two years, we've been doing better and better. And hopefully, well, this year we don't have state playoffs. So hopefully we can pull something out like we did last year. Yeah. Playing in the snow. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be fun. February 15th. Well, think about this, ready? So now instead of doing the playoffs, like you know how we have regular season where it's all hot and then we have the playoffs where it's freezing cold. Now, if you think about that, it's reversed. Mm -hmm. So the spread teams are going to have lots of fun when it's the end of the season, where the cold team, where the running teams, the foot to foot teams are going to be so much more successful. They have to be so much more successful because I'm going to tell you right now, I've seen it before. When you're snapping the ball in snow and shotgun, it's not as easy as it is when it's hot outside. Because people will be like, oh, well, they're sweating so much. I'm telling you this right now, if you're an offensive lineman, you know this right now, your center should have wristbands on because then they'll never sweat to the ball. You know what I mean? And I guarantee you probably have your guys in gloves because if they're in gloves, when their hands are down, you don't see the white of the knuckles. Mm-hmm. You know, then they know that, that because if you're, you don't have gloves on, you can tell what they're, what they're doing you know yeah so and and we're we before our contact days got halted yeah we were focusing on special teams because people aren't thinking about kicking the ball and doing that type of stuff in the in the snow yeah it's gonna be insane so kudos to our head coach i was one of the first things he goes he goes yeah we're gonna we're gonna install a base defense and a base offense but we have to focus on special teams that's the first thing we're gonna do in practice we're gonna kick the ball we're gonna pump the ball we're gonna long snap because if we're in the wind like if it's five degrees outside without snow that's still going to be hard to do and so kudos i don't know if people are thinking about that like focusing on that and like i'm the run game coordinator which is fancy way of saying i'm the offensive line coach exactly. but like he's like a lot of pressure's on you because we're probably going to run the ball you should at run the beginning the ball. at the beginning and so i said all right so that means power and power and power that's what we're going to do <laughs> and if, you, hey, if that doesn't work you know what you run power Power the other way. Yeah, power the other way. What's funny is here's the thing I tell the players, and I don't know if you've ever heard this, but I tell my quarterbacks, no matter where we go or play seven on seven, you're wearing helmets and shoulder pads. I don't want you to warm up with nothing on. I don't want you to warm play seven on seven without pads on. You I don't even care if they say you can't wear pads. The quarterback doesn't get hit in seven on seven. You wear your pads because that's how you throw in a game. And then if you were rip pads, you wear those too. Well, coach, it's, it's like 100 degrees outside and so on and so on. I go, I don't care. Whatever is 100 degrees out, the humidity in August in Illinois is horrible. Mm-hmm. How many teams are not conditioned? The greatest thing I can't wait to see is this. And I don't mean to like give a tidbit, but if they're not conditioned for the cold, they're going to be in big trouble because you know how it is. If you played in the cold, like I played in the cold, when you get hit in the cold, it's way different than getting hit right now if we're doing contact days. Okay. Yeah. Way different. And doing the special teams is a great idea because that's something we do all the time. We're always long snapping and doing that stuff because I'm going to tell you right now, we lost a game one year, my first year there. That was the only game we lost in regular season. We had three muff punts and we lost. And I'm going to tell you right now, after that, we learned the word poison. Mm-hmm. Because after that, we just said poison at the rest of the time, most of the time. Yeah, I, that's why I'm not the head coach because my stupid self, I didn't even think about special teams. I was thinking of a normal practice, like you fit in somewhere. 
and he brought that up and I was like, he called me on the phone during the summer and he was like, this is, or once the Illinois made their, the state made their decision and he called me and he was like, yeah, this is what we're going to do. And I was like, that's a good idea. I didn't even think of that. Like, it's a great idea. I'm focused on offensive alignment stuff because it's a new school. It's my first time. I'm focused on that. He brought that up because I've been doing this for 11 years or so. So I've had experience. So I'm like one of the guys he calls, like I'm new, but he still calls me and he's like, what do you think about this? I was like, that's brilliant. Like, I didn't think of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, or we just don't punt and that's fine. Like we just don't, don't even punt the ball. We'll be fine. No, you're fine. You know, because here's the thing. If you get four years to carry, you know, four times three, as I tell people. Oh, that's too much math for me. I don't know. <laughs> See up in the box. I'm doing that already. Cause I'm thinking to myself, Oh, we're just going to run this for five yards. That's insane. Um, so sure. how did you come up with back to the basic stuff? All your foot. Let's, let's just get into that. Let's just, okay. We'll just dive into that. And that could be, we can start to talk about that and slowly sure. wrap it up for you. Um, yeah. How did you come up with, let me back up. Sure. Go ahead. How did you involve gaining coaching with Australia? You told me that. Yes. And I wrote it down. I have it circled and I almost forgot. You see, this is what happens. How does that happen? How do you end up coaching over? I know you did it from home, but like, how do you oh, coach oh, women's so football? Yeah, so that one. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I, again, like, I want to thank, you know, you know, there's, there's a lot of people I want to thank. Cause we got like, when we got, when we talk about my company, I want to thank Kevin Wilson, Darren Mitchell and all the GA board. But what, what, what happened last week, cause I don't know how fast your zooms go. Uh, your, your shows, I'm sorry, get put up. Um, last week, I think it was what, the 16th, October 16th. So that would be the October 17th because they're a day ahead of half. They're, they're a whole day ahead ahead of us, right? So at uh, Friday, uh, they had a coach overseas. He quit on them. He was the head coach and the, uh, the OC. And uh, probably like uh, like a month ago, the Coach, Coach Spears, she's also the quarterback, and it's women's football. So uh, I, I think no matter what gender it is, it's great, you know, especially ladies. If they want to play, let them play. And, uh, you know, I met her through the Outback, and we can, we'll can we have to go – we'll have to backtrack after the next question is. So she sent me the playbook. She's like, Coach Stone, can you look at this playbook? And I looked at it, and I'm, I'm seeing little things, just like what my company does. And I did it for a favor. You know, I just wanted to help them out because if someone calls me and says, hey, you mind doing us a favor, things like that, and then I said, you know what? I'm free on Friday. Why don't you let me coach the team? You know, and she's like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, don't worry. It's like, you got left behind, you know, it's free charge, blah, 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 I'll do it. And I said to the ladies, I said, listen, if you run this play correctly, you will score on the very first play of the game when we are on offense. And the head coach, they now they, they nominated a new coach, KG. And uh, she, no one in New South Wales, that's one of the states in Australia, Supposedly, they never had a head coach go out for a coin toss. You probably don't believe that, do you, Coach Steve? They've never really had a head coach go out to coin toss. So she's like holding me like this with her headphones. And I said, listen, go. And she's like, coach, you're not supposed to. I go, listen, you're the head coach. I really don't care. Just go out there and blah, blah, blah. So she goes out there and the other team wouldn't even shake her hand. I don't know why. I I was like, wait, they didn't even shake your hand. Was it because of the phone? And I'm like, that's it. We are scoring on the very first play of the game. She's like, no, we're not. We, we coach, relax. I'm like, I don't care. They just shake your hand. We're going to score on the very first play. And they kicked. We kicked off. We stopped them. And uh, Coach Bryce is the defensive coordinator for that team. He just came aboard. He was one of my former assistants from the Outback team with the ladies. And he he does an excellent job. Very quiet guy. And he stuffed them. 
And what happened was I called the play and we're playing sevens now. Remember, we're playing sevens on a modified field and we called stretch. And on the defense, I saw how they aligned from last year. If we line up this way, they're going to line up that way. And the ladies did a great job. They all reached and everything. And as you know, line coach, you would have like loved it. You would have loved it. And they had a first year back. I called her turtle because I give all my players nicknames. I don't know if you do that. I called her turtle and Roadrunner handed the ball off to turtle. And then turtle just went for like about 65 yards and scored a touchdown, you know, and then on the way, and then we stopped them again. And then we scored again, I believe on, we, on fourth down, the lady ran the wrong route and she, or, and then she threw it, Stacy threw it and the lady dropped it. But then we scored in the very first, we're up 14, zero 14, six at halftime. And then in the second half, we just opened it up. And then like with two minutes left, because they do a running clock, I go, I go, Hey, just, just call, just let's, let's just kneel it. Let's we're done. We're up 26 to six. I don't want to, we don't want to score. And you know, KG, I go call over, call over Stacy. And she calls over Stacy, but she calls a timeout. And I'm like, why are you calling a timeout? <laughs> we're kneeling the ball. Oh, coach, I'm sorry. And, but what I loved about KG is she was very attentive. She was a great head coach for her first time. Um, you know, I want to congratulate her because if she didn't trust me with her offense, it wouldn't be possible. And I guarantee you like this weekend, they're, she's going to be coaching the offense with coach Wolfie and they're going to do a great job. You know what I mean? And um, it's a bright future for down under with just women's sports over there, women's football or men's or juniors. They're like turning the corner. And then plus they hired me to do their coaching and coach accreditation program. That's why I said, I wanted to thank him. And we could talk about that with the next question, but it, it was an honor. I mean, I don't know if you ever did that, but I'm like this and I'm delayed for about 10 seconds. Right. And my TV that's right in front of me, is like showing the whole, like showing her screen, her little phone screen. And like, I'm yelling, but it's delayed. So like, imagine the play happened. And then I'm like, why did she do that? And then the coach, the play's already over. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, like, <laughs> you gotta tell her. And then it was funny because we get to the sideline and I'm like, coach Kat's drawing it up. And then the ladies are all drawing up where they go. And then we're just making adjustments. And I, like I said, it was a true honor. Like I said, on Twitter and Facebook and social media. For letting Coach Spear, Cece Spears, KG, and Bryce letting me like tag along for that one game, and then you know I might do another game. I, I know I won't be there this weekend because of my daughter's birthday, so but uh, you know I wish them all the best. And I talked to the lady; they were texting me earlier asking a question, you know, because they're changing a little things up. But you know, it 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 was pretty awesome. You know, I, I was I was shocked when I asked. I don't know why I asked, but I felt bad for the ladies getting left high and dry by the overseas coach that just was supposed to come in and coach them all. And he just like, he just disappeared. You know how that works sometimes. Like a coach shows up and then they're, they look like they're like, woo, like everyone loves them. And then, you know, it just wasn't meant to be, I think, you know, I think they, they, they he, he was more like, I think an old line coach than he was like a true coordinator, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So now we'll backtrack. Sure, sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. No, no, you're okay. Like my mind goes here and they're like, wait a minute, I gotta ask this. We're, um, we're, we're a great team then. <laughs> um, so how did you come up with, you know, your football stuff, like back to the yeah. basics and all that? Like, that seems like a lot, like the flag football stuff, working yeah. these camps and, you know, this might be a long answer and that's fine. Like, how does that all, how did that happen? How does that go promote it? This is your chance to talk about it and promote it. Well, I, I appreciate that. And that's the thing. I try to keep my company as small as possible, right? Because like this past year before the pandemic, I could have, I could have scheduled two camps on the same weekend, 
but I, I won't ever do that because like it's coach stone football back to the basics. And if you ask like this logo, like, like this logo right here, right. I'll just show this right here. What we'll do coach is one of your listeners will get a free book. The first one, the green one, a lot of people don't know about the green one, even though they sold a bunch of copies a couple of years ago, it's 582 pages, over hundred drills, all type, all three teams, offense, defense, special teams, tackling turnovers. But, um, what happened was how it started was very simple. I used to work for a big company and uh, one day they just called me out of the blue and said, we don't need you anymore. And I was like, did I do anything wrong? And they're like, nope, we just don't want you anymore. And I'm like, okay, cool, awesome. Uh, then January came and all these programs, all these youth programs go, you know, uh, we want you to do this for us. We want you to do this. And that company wasn't really running camps. Uh, Mike Haynes and myself, cause Mike Haynes was already gone from that company. And, uh, my wife goes, you know what? You should start your own football camp business. You know, you'd be really good at that. You're a teacher and things like that. And then, then we came up with that logo. My wife came up with that logo. And you know how it is. The, the, the wife's always right. So I don't care what anybody says. I, you coaches might say, you know, the, you know, your wife's not right. Trust me, your wife's always right. So you, she's the one, when you come home and you lose by 40 points, she's the one that's going to listen to you. Even though you're so pissed off, she's still going to listen to you. And she's, she's going to like kind of put her arm around you or say, suck it up, buttercup. Like my wife tells me to suck it up, buttercup, you know, cause I was down in the dumps when I got let go. And I was like, like, I thought I did something wrong. And then all of a sudden light bulb went off that came about. And then when that came about one company would, wasn't going to take no for an answer. So I said, sure, I'll do a camp. Then the company came coach stone football back to the basics walk-in closet downstairs in our tri-level, all these football stuff, all these notes I ever took, all this stuff, my handwritten notes and everything, even though you probably, like you said, your handwritten notes are like chicken scratch. I don't know. I'm not trying to be rude, but if it's like mine, it's like chicken scratch, right? Mm -hmm. But I know how to read them. That's the thing. Just like my principal makes fun of me. Coach, your office is a mess. Boss, I know where everything's at. Now I did throw away seven garbage bags this year. So now when she tells me to go get something, it takes me like two more minutes because I have to remember where everything's at, right? But so what happened was I decided to write a book and I was on creative space. Creative space is no more, right? Creative space, you can only write 600 pages. That's all you can write. So I had more than 600 pages. Like I had way more because I wanted to make one gigantic book because no one's ever made like, the, like a big book before. They made a bunch of drill books. They made this, they made this. I wanted to do something where... If the poop hits the fan, what do you do? Okay. You have a practice, only five kids show up out of the 40. You know, um, how do you train your kids? Like, how do you teach your kids? How do you do this? How do you do that? Little tips and tricks. You know, as an offensive line coach, I love garbage cans, probably like you do. Because the garbage cans, they won't move and they don't mess around. And, and like when you're like, you know, because the kids like the jaw jack. I don't like, I call it gospel talk. Right. And if the boiling players are hearing it, they hear me. I say, don't gospel talk at all. Okay. If you want to gospel talk, go over there. I'm listen. I'm not going to yell at you because I'm going to yell at you. If you start, keep hearing gospel talking, just go over there. I'm not going to yell at you. Even if you're like way away from me, I won't yell at you because then you're not interrupting anyone that needs to learn this part. So that's why the books were created. When I got to like the end of this book that I just showed you, I didn't have enough to fit. So my wife goes, why don't you call it volume one? Well, I didn't call it. I wanted to be different. You know, you want to be different somehow. So this green book was just back to the basics, right? And it's got, the, it's like I said, it's got the three teams, offense, defense, special teams, and it's got tips and drips, trips and uh, tips and tricks in there. 
like garbage cans, cone drills, you know, the arch. I don't know if you saw this or maybe I'll share it with you so you can post it. It's, I must have used every single shape known to man to make all my books. Mm -hmm. Like I have an arch. In my first book, I have an arch. The arch talks about insertion schedules. What are you going to do when you, when you, before practice starts and like before the season starts, like your insertion plan, right? Then you have your practice plans in the middle. So you take this stuff and then you put it here in the practice plan and then you have your playbook. And that is how you, you go from one end to the end rainbow to the other. And I say it in the book, it's your pot of gold. And the one thing I do with my books, I, I think it's different than other people. If you write a review, I send you free material. So if you ever read my hold away book through now that I've gotten better with my books, like at the end of all my books, like in my volume two, I, I think I was started in my volume two. I started to say, if you write a review, I will send you this bonus content. All you have to do is ask for it. When my green book first came out, they would ask for like one week, they would ask for this. Second week, they would ask for this. Third week, they asked for this. So my wife's like, just put it at the end of the book or the front of the book. So we just decided to put it at the end of the book. And so what happened was all I did was I wrote the, the green book and then about two months or three months later, I had so much material. I could build like the offensive book, the defensive book and the special teams book and the volume four all together. So then I had four volumes and that's how I, I had an offensive book. So like this book has like over a hundred and something drills. I would say like 150 probably out of the 500 pages, over 500 pages. Then the offensive book has totally different drills, like over 20 drills or 30 drills. And it talks about like offense, be a star at your position. And it's got a star. And then I want to say like the, 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 just by thinking out loud, the offensive line is have a center, like one is stance and takeoffs center for all, because I know if you're an offensive line coach, you better have more than two centers. Cause if you only have one center and one goes down, you know what happens, right? It's not, it's not a pretty sight no. at all you know, blocking, reach blocking, pulling, you know, and things like that. And there's another point in there too, but I made points because when I was a GA, I would have to do all this stuff. And I would started making stuff back in the day. Like I would do drawings. I'd sit in the office and I'd make the phone calls. And instead of like playing a computer game, like the other guys did, I actually wrote things or wrote ideas down. And then for defense, I made a diamond, you know, and then the diamond had like stance, you know, tackling this, this, and this pass drops or whatever. So those were like almost, and then I had a honeycomb for the first book too, for offense. So then came volume one, I talked about the referees, where they're standing at, where, what plays should they be calling, things like that. That would be one thing that, that was like a whole chapter about the zebras. It, and it has little tidbits about pregame speeches and things like that in all my books. So like if you were a head coach and you bought all the volumes for tackle, this would help you out immensely. And the one thing I appreciated with coach Stacy Spears and KG and Bryce, they kind of went back to the basics because we simplified, like you said earlier, I say, keep it simple, small. You know, I know you say, you know what you're talking about for your, your yeah. thing you were saying. Yep. So you keep it simple, small. And then the, the ladies or the guys or, or whatever you're coaching, they understand it. Now people say, well, your book's only for youth. And it says a lot about youth, but you understand this. We use it at my school. Like if you get my volume one book, it's like a little bit of our offense. It's you know, stuff that I brought in, not the stuff that, you know, we like is actual stuff, but it's stuff I brought into the high school. And, you know, volume two talks about the square, about the box, right? Because if you're a defensive coach, coach, like I call it CSF coaching tip, right? A coaching the box. One is you call a front, correct? Mm -hmm. You call a stunt if needed. You call a blitz if needed. And you call a coverage. That's your defensive call. 
you shouldn't have that much more. You shouldn't have no more than that. You know, and if you call a, if you call a blitz, then the blitz and the stunt are probably together. You don't have to say like, you don't have to say 50 slant Oklahoma or something. And then green, you can just say 50 Oklahoma green, and then it's all done. You know what I mean? So it's making it simpler, small, you know, and then recently I, um, I just got done writing my uh, volume five book in July with my mom's edition book. Well, well, let's rewind. So after those four books, you don't mind if I keep talking about this. I'm sorry. I don't mean to talk no, to you. Go ahead. This is okay. So uh, me. I know I'm sorry. I, I apologize. <laughs> just pause. Just fast forward this. You don't want to hear about my books. So then I had a company ask me to build a flag book, you know, because I want to do a flag camp for them. So what I did was I built a lot and still to this day, it's the largest flag book on the market it's over 500 and something pages long it's got flag football drills in there it's got flag football drills that they're blocking because you know how some flag footballs they have flag football leagues that block now you know so i had to put some in there i didn't put them all in there but i did that then i came up with a didactic trapezoid for that and then after that book i created a, a tackle bar book i don't know if you've heard about those coach but it's a great thing like it's so good that i said when i when i when i saw that company tackle bar Football should now be like this, flag football, tackle bar, tackle football. There should be nothing in between that because flag is all about pulling the flags. Tackle bar, you have helmet, shoulder pads on, and then you have the bars behind you. You don't need bottoms. And all you got to do is like, it's like a thud. It's almost like thud, right? I mean, it's, it's a thud. It's a thud football game. It's pretty cool. And then you have the actual tackle. Now, when I played and you played tackle, we probably played when we were like kindergarten or almost, right? My mom wouldn't let me play until I was in fifth grade, you know? And then every time I got fell down on the ground and tackled someone, she thought I got hurt, even though I was tackling people because I was a defensive end. Um, so I created that book for them and that book has done awesome. And then they partnered with some big companies and they, they, it's, help, it, it's helping the game grow. Uh, it's helping the game grow so much. Gridiron Australia, in Australia, I'll get to that. They now have flag, tackle bar, and tackle football, but they call it gridiron football there. Um, after that, then I wrote more books. I wrote, I wrote a, a mom's book that went pretty well. I've had a quote book come out that my wife's like, you know, you do these Monday motivations, uh, technique Tuesday, teachable Tuesday, wisdom Wednesday, tackle Thursday, fundamental Friday. And she's like, you should make a quote book. And I laughed at her and I made it. And then I sold a bunch of copies, you know, and then recently I just, I just did my DIY books. And then I did my coaching edition book. And I don't know, here, coach, let me show you this. I don't know, you tell me if this is funny. Maybe the coaches will like this, maybe they won't. So when you teach something like a play, right? In my co co volume five book, we have the thing called the VARC, right? So I did this because there's so many different types of learners and that talks about in my green book. VARC is visual, audio, read and write, and kinesthetic. If you explain to a play using those things you can use, I would get my green book and my volume five because they like combine together. If you use those tricks and tips, your players will run the plays so much better. They'll understand it. And here's the thing, what I love about coach catch at Boylan, he helps, he lets the players kind of pick the play names. So they understand it. Mm -hmm. Not just saying, okay, it's, it's like this example, ready? You, what did you, when you played football, what did you play? You played, what position did you play? All line? Yeah. Okay. So remember these days, I'm just going to draw up something really silly. It's not going to be, we're not going to say it's like, um, I'm just going to do it like this, right? 
I'm just going to draw up the numbers instead of that. So remember the days like this? Yep. Okay. So here's what I said, like when I, when I did my, my green book, I was always taught one, three, two, correct? Mm -hmm. You were taught that way too. We, yep. And you still, some coaches still do that. Cause I've, I've spoke at the Buffalo Bill stadium with in front of 200 coaches and a coach got in an argument with me because he still teaches this way. And the year after he sees me at the same thing. Cause they had me to be a guest speaker two years in a row. And he thanked me because he says, you know what? I switched that coach. I listened to you. And I did this. I totally listened to you. One, two, three. I did that. And you know what? The kids understood that. You know why they understand that? I said, coach, that's how you count. Because me and you weren't taught how to count properly, were we? We were one, three, two. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's some of the things I've done. And then, like I said, I got the DIY books where you buy the book and you can write all your stuff in there for practice. I have a small one, a big one. And then I have a playbook and then I have a flag book one out. And I was very impressed because when those came out, they were like, they were a hot new release. I don't know if they still are, but they're still, they're still selling. And I appreciate anyone that's ever bought a book, please write a review. I'll send you the bonus content of whatever books I have. The DIYs, remember, they don't have bonus content. So I apologize. Um, and then I got a strength book coming out soon with my buddy that I coached, recruited him in high school. Now he's a, he's a strength conditioning coach. We're going to like, a, it's about the size of the mom's book like this. And it's over 300 pages and it's going to be really good. And then I have my last book. I said I would never write a book after this one. It's uh, my volume six for tackle coaching secrets. Because I, I don't know how much longer I'm going to coach for. You know, with five kids, one playing high school sports and the other one now in middle school sports, my son. I, I think I want to like stay coaching some of them because it's now getting more of the times where I'm with my traveling, with my business and stuff. Um, that's what it is because that's the thing. My books came to life in two ways. If you want to go to my website, coachstonefootball.com, www.coachstonefootball.com. Or if you want to go to Twitter, it's coach underscore stone underscore MT. Or you can go to Facebook, back to the basics, um, coach stone football, back to the basics. And my, my, my website's got, you know, it's got, it's all, it talks about my football camps. If you want me to come do a football camp for your youth or high school or whatever, you know, and I, I apologize for just like jumping, jumping into that though. But if it wasn't for my books, if it wasn't for my first time that one youth team doing it and then me writing those books, I don't think I would have as many camps. Because when I go speak at Glacier, I speak at that, I bring like 10 books or a set of books. I leave with like one or two books at that. Mm -hmm. you know. And I, and I don't like try to make money on them. I don't raise them up. I mean, I'm not lying to you. If you buy them from me when I'm at a clinic, they're way cheaper than they are on Amazon. You know, and, I, and, and the coaches are like, oh, you're only selling them for that? And I'm like, yeah, because it's, I mean, I just want you guys, to, I want to grow the game. I love the game. And I was very happy when, you know, I'm just moving ahead. Like I was very happy after I coached the Australian Outback team with the women, ladies, they, they had this position open for writing a coaching accreditation program. And I interviewed and I proposed it and everything. And I like, again, coach Wilson, Kevin Wilson, coach Darren Mitchell, the president of GA and the whole GA board. Uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart for letting my company do this. My books came to life. And like, if you've seen recently, we just, uh, we just had the um, nine courses for the coordinators courses come out for them. And if you want to go to that, it's uh, ga.coach, uh, www, I think, ga.coachstonefootball.com or just go to coachstonefootball.com. And in the right corner with certifications, 
just go there and boom, you go there. And it's got my shop in there too. If you want to go to coachstonefootball.com. I got a lot of my sponsors that go to my camps. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to say them because if I miss one, I know one will be upset with me, but if you go to the bottom of my website, they got promo codes and things like that. They do a great thing right now. Guardian caps just jumped on board with us. I don't know if you ever heard of them coach. If you um, retweet, uh, I think three coaches or two coaches and like their follow them, you could win 10 free guardian caps, you know, for this month. So if this comes out before October 31st, you have a chance to win this. So, and coach, I want you to get listeners, right? So like I said, I'll donate a free book, you know, and I know I probably, I could talk, I could probably talk way more on my company. You know, I got podcasts I do once a month and things like that, but you know, I, I like what you're doing and, and you're growing the game. And if I can help you get to your, I know you were like shooting for what a thousand list, a thousand subscribers. Right. So, and if you're close, let's do this. Like, let's say if you get done before the end of October, I mean, is that, is that fat? You think you can get there? Maybe. I hope so. We're sitting at like 760 some listeners right now, like downloads of the episodes or whatever. Yeah. That's well, let's do sitting. this. Let's do this then. Like I'll let this happen. If, if you guys start subscribing and he gets by the end, I'll donate one green book and then you can pick, and then two other coaches coach can pick any of the other books. Okay. So you can write that down. And when you share this and however you can get it, I'm going to tell you right now, if you get your number and I would just share it daily, Hey, our number is this. If we get to this number, I'll give out three books for free and there's no catch, right? Coach. We didn't like, I didn't ask you to pay for anything or nothing like that. I, I'm just going to do it for you. You know, thank you for letting me be a guest. I appreciate it. You know, we're probably not done yet, but like I said, the green book for sure. And then any other one of the books, like you can have like, okay, this winner gets this. And then this winner, you get to pick whatever book you want from Coach Stone. Just contact them through Twitter or email. And then this coach, whatever you want. So if you get a thousand, I'll give out three books. If not, you just get one. Is that okay? Yeah, I'll need that 20 bucks back I gave you to be on the podcast. So we'll... <laughs> no, that's not true because I, I, you better be mailing that. I better be getting, I don't want a PayPal either like I did to you. I want that extra dollar I lost. Oh, man. Well, with, with inflation, I don't know. I don't know well, how, with this economy. Hey, listen, when I went to Australia, I couldn't believe that dollar was so much, our dollar is so much stronger there. I was super shocked. Yeah. We went to Ireland a couple of years ago. My girlfriend's family is all from Ireland. Yeah. And the one thing I noticed was, you saw funky prices like, oh, this candy bar is a dollar sixty-three. I know it's like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. So you go to pay for it. Oh my god, it's a dollar sixty-three. And I said, well, what is this? They go, well, that's that price you see is with tax. And I yeah. said, what are you talking about? Like, that's that's it. And I, and so they had explained to me like, oh, in America, if it's a dollar ninety-nine, but you're yeah. actually paying like two oh eight. 208 no it's like 220 now or two well this <laughs> yeah, was, i know you're saying this is like five years ago yeah and i was like oh and then you don't tip at the bar either i didn't know that that was insulting to them if you <gasps> yeah and because i went to do it and they stopped my hand and they were like you don't do that here yeah this is in america and i was like oh it, it's it's strange because like I remember when I uh, my company went to Australia last year for 14 days. We actually one of the states asked us to build a coaching accreditation program, and that pretty much sped up this process of what we have now. We have over 200 coaches, and there's still 150 waiting to get in. And like, as they get, they have to do a check, right? Because like someone like you, Steve, if you if you see my social media and you and you troll or you go to their website, you can like 
fill out the Google form and then try to get in, but you can't get in unless they like double check you, right? And I think it's funny when I went there, I would like want to buy all this stuff. And they're like, coach, just wait till this day. And I'm like, no, I want it right now. And they're like, no, coach, wait till this day. So then we wait till that day. And it's amazing because we went to this like flea market and then you could even barter. And you know, Americans, you know how we are. Like, so like they say, like, like coach, uh, this uh, little thing is like 20 bucks. And then I'm like, oh, sweet. I'll give you five for it. Okay. I'm like, wait a second. What is like, like, and then like one person goes, you know, they're not going to be rude to you. And I'm like, okay. So then I, I won't ask for five bucks. I'll like say seven next time. And they're like, yeah. So then I go to the next person and they're like that. And I'm like, nope, we won't do it. So then they're like, a, they're like a car salesman. Right. I'm like, good. I, and I start leaving. They're like, okay, we'll do this for this. I'm like, okay, great. And then I come back. So. But yeah, it's 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 been great with everything going on. Even with the pandemic, my company has exceeded. I I did lose seven camps though. You know, I did do two social distance camps in Flag, and then like you know working with Jen Walter with Adidas because I don't know if you know Jen Walter, the first NFL women's football yeah. coach, Arizona Cardinals. Um, she she lets me design her camps, and then I travel with her to do her Gridiron Girls Flag camps, and she she's awesome and. And that's how I got the Australian Outback job because we interviewed as a, a group of three coaches and we got it and it was a great time. And we, we busted our butt and I thought the ladies had a great experience. And they, and then when we got done, they went back to their clubs and the football got better, you know, and that's, that's another reason why they reach out to us sometimes or reached out to me and they said, Hey, can you do this? And you know, my thing is I don't want to be that person where it can't be done. I'll find a way. I'm a GSD mm -hmm. guy. Like freaking um, Coach Brand would say, he called me a Boy Scout because he, if something was missing or a marker was there, he'd be like, I don't have a marker. And then I'd pull one out of my pocket in the locker room. And like, he's like, oh, don't worry. Stone's got the electronics. He, he'll bring everything, you know? So, but yeah, it's, it's, been a, it's been a great ride. And, you know, the company has done great. If it wasn't for my wife pushing me to do it, honestly, I tell you this right now, I wouldn't have done it. I would have never wrote a book. And now you're like, well, now coach, you have 15 out. And remember, I don't know if I told you this. My first book was a PE book. It was called the big four. Mm -hmm. It was a big four. And that big four book is like, it doesn't sell that much, but here's the thing. If, if I go to a PE convention and I, and I present, everyone buys it because it's funny. The big four is four sports. It's basketball, it's hockey, it's volleyball, and it's soccer. And you play it like that. And it's like a little season. It's a little book. And I remember my principal at the time, she's still at my building. She made fun of my book because it was so small. It was like this big and hundred pages. Then my second book came out and it's like 3.5 pounds. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, and all my books, all my drill books are this size. So like some of you guys will buy a drill book and it says like 100 uh, drills or like, you know, like this book will teach you how to do this. And they're like this big. These books are legit. Like the smallest book is volume one, I believe. And then after that, like I, my junior edition that I did with Coach Upton, we did like a junior edition book, like with all like drills and skills for ages like three to like two to five or two to four, like a little drill book like that. That's only a hundred pages, but there's so much content in there. It, it's eight, eight and a half, eight and a half by book by a hundred pages. That's a lot. I mean, imagine mm -hmm. making it a small book. Like my mom's book, I want to say is like 300 pages and it looks like this almost, but it's a smaller book you know right so i i just want to give back to the if it wasn't for football and i know every coach says this if it wasn't for football we wouldn't be where we're at today and that's why i pretty much know i'm going to start forgetting stuff 
And if I don't put it on real paper, not my chicken scratch, I'm not going to remember it. Mm-hmm. So by my wife pushing me to have the company and write a book, I mean, that, I mean, it's great. Cause like I said earlier, there's some stuff I don't even remember in there, you know, from writing mm-hmm. it so long. I mean, it, I know it's only been three years, but seriously, 15 writing three books in like 15 in two and a half years. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'm not going to write a book. I write an email is good enough for me. That's, yeah. that's enough. No, I'm a, I'm a fate. I'm, I'm like this. Uh, here you go. Boom. I'm done. You know what I mean? Cause you know, some coaches like, you know how it is, like, especially in college, if you write a paragraph, the head coach is reading the first sentence mm-hmm. or the title. That's it. So just make it short and sweet. Like you said. Yeah. Uh, I'll try to write down what you said. So I appreciate you wanting to give out a book to anybody. I'll have to figure that out. Never That's done fine. that before. Um, and giving out two other books. You'll have to give me the details on that, but yeah. whenever I release this guys and you're listening, it, it might even be tweeted out before I release this. Who knows? It might be something. Yeah. And, and like, here's the thing you said, you need, you need subscribers, right? Or what is it again? Or listeners. I was looking okay. at my podcast listens and trying so to track thousand. Yeah. So let's just do this. If you listen to one of your podcasts, I don't care which one, right? Just like when you tweet it out tonight, or if you want to tweet it right now, I really don't care. Just say, listen, coach stone came on the show tonight. It was great to have him, even though you're lying. I know. Cause I'm like a chatterbox <laughs> and just say, listen, he's giving out three free books. You know, and I got 20 bucks out of him. <laughs> so, yeah. so, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, he's going to give out one free book, no matter what. So please retweet it or download another show or subscribe to my thing. And if, if you get, if I get 1000 and I'll start posting it like every day, like how many I have, if we get to that thousand, he's going to give, you know what, let's just do this three books. So you get one green book and three books. How about that? So we'll make it a number of four. So I'll give three three books of whatever they want and then one green book so one we're not gonna be able to spend three, another half hour <laughs> one, give one free books. book and three three other books Got yeah if show. you make a thousand i'll give out three other books of the coach's choices so the coach can pick if one coach wins the green book and let's say somehow he wins the second book and he can pick out any of the other books he has that i mean and i'll do one green book for sure if you make your quota because i think you were like you said you're at 700 so every hundred you get, we'll give out one. So if you make 800, I'll give out one. You make 900, I'll give out one. You make a thousand, I'll give out one. If you go over, we'll even give out more. How about that? You know, every hundred. Yeah, you'll, you'll definitely give me my 20 bucks back after that. <laughs> but here's what I'm telling you. It's October 31st because I don't All want right. my wife mad at me. So I don't know how many days you got, but you have until October 31st. So yeah, don't, let the wife, that, don't let her know. Well, those don't, don't post. Let's not, let's just do this. Don't tag her in. How about that? <laughs> Definitely won't do that. Well, coach, that's literally all I had typed up to talk about. I told you I'm stupid simple. No, you're um, fine. So I appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you giving away the books. I wasn't expecting that at all. Um, no, don't worry about it. Uh, so I appreciate it. Any, any last words, anything you want to say to anybody? You know, some people might be going through a rough time. Uh, anything you want to say? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to leave you with two things, okay? The one thing I say this year to all my students and my staff where I teach at and the coaches and the, and the players I'm with is this is the first thing. Be mindful, okay? In my PE class, we cannot play catch. We cannot, like, share stuff. I mean, if we share stuff, it's got to be, like, the very minimum, like, nothing, right? Mm-hmm. So shooting a basketball is probably not going to happen this year. Playing catch with your other buddy in gym class is probably not going to happen. You know, with, with us being in Illinois, it's tough. So no matter what part of the state you're in or what part of the world is, 
I'm trying to ask you right now, be mindful, you know, and if you have time to do stuff, watch coach Steve's show, go to my website, look at my podcast, look at my books, whatever. Cause right now you have a time to reflect on everything. Be also the times that you were always gone for your wife or your significant other, be there for them now more than ever. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, when, I don't know how my wife is not an angel. Like she must be an angel in disguise because when I go travel, she's taking care of all five of our kids. And Kara, I love you to death for that because you let me do whatever I want to go travel with the company and to grow it and make it big. So I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate my kids. I know my daughter loves it because she always gets a snow globe. So, cause I, she collects them. You should see how many snow globes we got coach Steve. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but I want to thank them. I want to thank my in-laws, my family, everything. And then every coach that I ever talked to coached against coach with, or ever on the phone with, or ever contacted me from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. Cause without you guys, I would, would not be able to be where I'm at today, you know? And the last thing I'm going to leave you with is this. And I always say this like in my books, laying a foundation one drill at a time, you know, and coach Steve, thank you so much. I'm hoping that you get your thousand uh, listeners by October 31st. We'll give one green book away, like whenever you want, you know, just tell them to contact me and I'll make sure we get a proper address. And then from now on until October 31st, every hundred you get, when you break the hundred mark of 800, 900 and a thousand, even if you go over that, I will give away a book of their choice so they can pick from the moms, the flag, whatever they want, you know, but it's gotta be my book. Tell them. So I know they're not <laughs> one of my, I know no one wants my book. Cause you're like, coach Steve's like, man, he's giving all these books away, but honestly, my books have won awards. So they are somewhat good, you know, and, and you will learn something. I promise you that by going back to the basics. Well, I appreciate that. My first contest, we'll rip that bandaid off. Uh, we'll get that. Um, I appreciate you coming on. Anybody other that's, you. Anybody out there listening, thank you for doing that. Stay safe, and I will see you guys next time. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.